Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. We can't get back time. I can confidently say that try as I might to live life to the fullest, it does not come easy. Days, weeks, months slip by, and before you know it, we're saying goodbye to the old year and ringing in the new one. You know that saying, where has the time gone? It rings true for me. On my journey of off-grid living, I have come to realize the importance of cultivating a sense of well-being that is sustained simply by living life. Stay with me on this train of thought as I explain. Well-being for me brings a sense of connection within myself through inner peace, wellness, happiness, and also the connection with places such as Raspberry Rock and people. This awareness of self and all that is around me has caused me to examine how I go about my daily life. What do I pay attention to or what don't I pay attention to? There are daily activities such as cooking, driving, cleaning, brushing your teeth, etc. that are quite repetitive to the point that I automatically perform these tasks without truly paying attention. That moment in time has slipped away and I will never get it back until there is the successful invention of time travel. Those lost minutes don't have to be swallowed up into the vortex of mundaneness. By being in the moment, we can reclaim ourselves, reclaim those lost minutes, and deepen the connection within us to live a more fuller life. A couple of nights ago, I went into one of my favorite bookstores and headed over to the wellness section for some inspiration on mindfulness and well-being. I came across a few books whose topics were fully dedicated to mindful eating, meditative walking, and forest bathing. It made me think about everyday activities that are sometimes lost upon us or simply lost in thought. Making a meal is one such way I take back moments for me. It first begins at the grocery store by selecting the produce I need for the meal, touching a sweet potato, feeling the roughness of the skin, tracing the shape, seeing the vibrant colors of peppers, getting a waft of berries that are in season, hearing the hollowness of a watermelon as I gently tap on its shell. Turn the chore of grocery shopping into an exploratory practice. Check in to why you don't like a mundane task because you've had a long day or you wish you could buy the most expensive cut of beef to one of anticipating what a great meal you're about to prepare because you purposely put thought into each item selected. Now think of how you prepare the meal. Slicing up vegetables, sifting through my spices, and sprinkling them during the cooking process. Boiling water, sauteing food, watching it simmer on the stove, and smelling the aromas of a meal come together, paying attention to the process of what it took to make the meal is very satisfying. Then comes eating the meal itself. I have always been a slow eater. 
never realizing that slow eating is actually a good thing. However, I do find that when I'm anxious about something, I munch a little bit more quickly and it's like I'm not even tasting the food. I was in a meeting the other day, problem solving with a team of people over a topic that made us all feel a bit uneasy. Before the meeting started, I poured myself a cup of coffee and grabbed half of a double chocolate chip cookie as a treat. During the meeting, I sipped away at my coffee and at one point grabbed the cup to take another sip, only to find the cup was empty. I don't even remember eating the cookie. Could you eat a meal in silence? During the work week, I make my breakfast at home and eat it in silence. For some of us, this may be an entirely new way of eating that we are not accustomed to. Once a week, I make myself an omelet for breakfast. Even before I take my first bite, I can smell the wonderful mixture of eggs, yellow peppers, tomatoes, and zucchini. The plate is warm to the touch. The sizzle of the egg while the omelet is cooking makes me eagerly anticipate when I'm about to taste. I take a bite, rest my fork down on the plate, and savor my creation. There is a slight crunch of vegetables. The pungent taste of cilantro that I sprinkled on top tickles my nose. I see the juices released from the tomato. The stringy cheese is stretchy and I need to touch it to break it free from the rest of the meal. And of course, the meal itself is visually pleasing. Every bite is purposeful and with thought. If all of our meals were like this, think of how happy our bodies would be. Food would be properly chewed, digested, and absorbed into our system for all those yummy nutrients to do their magic. I do pause to consider if a food I select will give me good energy or make me feel lethargic. Be aware of what you eat. It's challenging and always a work in progress to not get caught up in a time warp of the past or the future. I readily admit that I get anxious around work meetings in which I know past meetings haven't gone so well. I feel my body tense as I start to plan on what I'm going to say or have planned to act. My self-talk has a running dialogue of events that dominates my emotional state. Not good. A book I read wrote about the consummation of worrisome thoughts and asked the question, who are you showering with? When I read this question, I at first chuckled and then paused. Knowing that the book was about mindfulness, I read on, intrigued to know who exactly was I showering with. It turns out my shower stall is filled with lots of folks, figuratively speaking. Let me explain. When I hop into the shower, my mind is thinking about a gazillion things. What am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to pack for lunch? Shoot. I forgot to run the dishwasher last night. I can't believe that person spoke to me the way they did. Should I have sent that email? 
I hope the tone of it wasn't too harsh. You get the picture, right? All of this rumination on past and future events has stolen my time to enjoy my shower. Now when I take a shower, no one is in it except me. I turn on the tap and listen to the water fall against the floor tiles. I take a few seconds to watch the water flow out of the shower head. I grab the soap and begin to lather, watching the bubbles form from my hands. I love all natural soap and bought an avocado-based product. The scent it gives off is invigorating. At this point, I always express a note of thanks for being able to purchase aromatic soaps that nourishes my skin. I have a foot buffer to buff away dead skin. When I'm buffing my heels, I feel as though those thoughts which no longer serve me are being buffed away. As the cascading water hits my skin and washes away the soap, any built-up residue slips away down the drain. I feel invigorated with this time well spent on me. Showering in this way has given me pause for self-reflection. Who turns up in your shower? By observing those events or people that try to show up, it has been helpful in noticing what occupies my headspace and how to manage these occurrences. Dusting at the best of times is a boring activity. I fully admit I don't give it my full attention and just want to get it done. What if instead of rushing through this activity, I intentionally slowed it down? The next time I dusted, that is exactly what I did. There is a renewed interest in artifacts I simply used to skim over because I didn't pay attention to them. A little Buddha figure that smiled back at me. A family picture signifying a graduation. A china cabinet filled with happy memories. A coffee table that needed more than just dusting, but a good wipe down. By approaching this activity with intention rather than obligation, I was able to consciously overcome my resistance. I looked at it from a different viewpoint, changing it into a positive outlook. If I could do this with dusting, could I do this with garbage? Gathering up the garbage is not just gathering up the garbage. It also includes gathering up recycling items and compost materials, as all three are collected on the same day in my neighborhood. What do I feel the evening before I have to do this chore? Resentment that I need to go all over the house and deal with this. My body is physically tired from my workday. My mind has taken me to a place of, let's just get this over with. This week, I stopped those sensations in its tracks and thought of how good it felt to get rid of waste I didn't need, recycling items for the betterment of the environment, and composting for the benefit of vegetation. Overall, I felt pretty good, and I didn't just go through the motions. Not every household chore is going to be enjoyable, the point is to be intentionally present in the moment and take it as a type of feedback as to why you are lost in time. Consider those activities that you do on a daily basis 
that you no longer pay attention to, brushing your hair, doing the dishes, getting dressed. Do you get lost in thought because these activities are so habitual? Next time, try bringing curiosity and exploration to an activity, turning a mundane chore into a sensory experience. Reclaim lost minutes of the day. Reclaim yourself by cultivating well-being in finding happiness through everyday living. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week, my friends. Mm -hmm.